Hello there. I am your humble podcast editor, C, and you're listening to part one of our two-part test campaign. We decided to do this so we could work through the technical problems that come with starting a podcast. This way, our main campaign can be a polished listening experience. Please keep this in mind as you join us in our very first foray into podcasting. It's Baby's First Podcast. It's just going to be me talking for a solid minute about doing that intro. <laughs> you got it. Just got to say dark chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> it's our activation dark word. <laughs> you need your own character, and the character yeah. is just you being a DM. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you need okay. Now I feel like I can't do my voice again, and I'm just going to fucking pretend like I can. That's all right. Welcome, everybody, to the yet-to-be-named D&D podcast. This is your great and powerful DM, Oz, and with me is C. Hello. Bug. Hello. And Bree. Hi. And we are going to be playing the Weeby Goblins Adventure by Paizo. I found a conversion for D&D 5e using characters that we found on the GM binder. Uh, we've done a little bit of our own sort of homebrew and backstory. So without further ado, C, go ahead with the backstory for your character, Ikniv. Um, I'm playing Ikniv the Artificer. <clears throat> so as far as appearance goes, among the other goblins, he kind of sticks out like a sore thumb. Because whereas the other goblins, I imagine a lot of them wear kind of scraggly leather armor and such, he wears an ill-fitted button-up jacket and oil-stained slacks, and he has uh, small broken glasses situated at the end of his nose. Uh, he's actually fairly old for a goblin, uh, too, at 25, which, Oz, I think in our world, is that fairly old for a goblin? Yeah, goblins uh, come to age of maturity at, like, six, so... But compared to, I, I feel like most goblins who reach 25 are probably, probably war heroes or the most ferocious, ferocious of the uh, group, but he is uh, very much a coward. Yes. Um, and he's mostly preoccupied with his inventions and such. So like on any given day before the, the village starts to stir, Ikniv can be found shuffling through the village's various rubbish piles and scrap heaps. Uh, once he finds a part, he hurries back to his workshop at the edge of town. And there he kind of spends his time obsessively tinkering with his inventions and trying his hardest to ignore the incessant chatter of the imbeciles around him. And that's uh, Ikniv. Introducing one of those imbeciles, I'm playing Poog of Zarongal or Zarangel. I say it two different ways. He is a goblin and a cleric of Zarongal. Neutral evil, uh, he's a little bastard. Spends most of his time attempting to 
essentially raise the village to the ground and emerge like some Christ-like figure. Um, (laughs) As far as appearances, pretty standard for a goblin, generally quite filthy, torn clothes, but his arms and feet are constantly bandaged from burns, and if you ever saw him without his chain shirt, the pattern of the scarring would be visible. Um, doesn't really feel like he gets the credit he deserves, and as far as he's concerned, his only and best friend is a Scrumbo. Oh no, what was it? Was it, oh, I can't remember my Toad's name. Was it Scrumbo Tungus? Yeah, uh-huh. I think that oh, was Oh yeah, my name. lucky Toad, Scrumbo Tungus. And, uh, do you want to describe your other character, Zug of Zorongle? Oh, yeah, Okay. <laughs> Uh, Zook of Zorongle is, uh, Poog's very popular brother, um, looks identical to Poog, but has a mustache, don't ask any more questions. Fantastic. And Bug, tell us about Pokeweed. Uh, yes. Pokeweed is a druid goblin who spends his days kind of just, like, wandering around the woods. He doesn't really interact with many of the other goblins, just because they don't really understand his fascination with nature and not destroying it. He's kind of short for a goblin, and his ears are all torn up. Uh, They've got holes in them and stuff. His skin is like a mossy green color, and he has a a tiny tuft of gray hair right on the top of his head, kind of like a a troll doll. And then, uh, yeah, and he he wears a burlap sack as a makeshift tunic, and underneath that, he has tree bark for armor to protect himself. And that's Pokeweed. Excellent. Well then, let's get rolling. Maestro, play that Lick Toad tune. begin our story deep in the sprawling wilderness of Brinestump Marsh, a grim and dangerous place full of twisting brambles, bubbling pits, gigantic frogs, and enormous arachnids. It may be due to all of these things that humans, elves, dwarves, and orcs rarely set foot here. Or it may be because of the focus of our story, the goblins of Licktoad Village. Sitting at the center of Brinestump Marsh, Licktoad Village is less of a village and more a collection of squalid hovels rudimentary tents, and piles of scrap all slowly sinking down into the mud. The village is ruled by his mighty girthness, Chief Renwaddle Gutwad, and his loyal advisor, Slorb. Today, Chief Gutwad has summoned this trio to appear before him, where they will receive an important mission. So, as you three are milling about outside the hut, you hear the voice of Slorb, the high advisor to his mighty girthness, call out, You may enter... Let's get this over with. Right, so you go inside, and uh, his mighty girthness, good old Rindwaddle, is sitting atop his uh, very tall chair, six feet tall, tall as a man, (laughs) and uh, you know that usually he speaks through his advisor, but uh, his corpulenceness has decided to speak to you personally, so it must be something of import. What an honor. Really blessed. And... He goes, you are all great heroes, best of the Lictoads, other than me, and also maybe Slob, I guess. 
you do not flee from my powerful, beautiful voice. But soon all will know your might, for you have a dangerous mission ahead of you. You must go and collect fireworks, much like the ones of Scribbleface. We have map. No words. Very strong map. Do you agree? You said there's no words on the map. Of course not. No, his words are forbidden. You know this. Oh, of course. How could I have forgotten? Well, I can't read anyway, so it doesn't quite matter to me. Ha, ha, ha. Good. Tonight, we shall have a big bonfire to burn the bad luck away from you. And there will be many games. Tomorrow, you fetch the fireworks. Be gone! And uh, with that, Slorb clears his throat and goes, <clears throat> You may leave. Now. Oh, of course. What an honor. Okay, whatever. Fucking bureaucrats. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, you guys go about your business. A little background on the area. You guys are in Licktoad Village, which is in Brinestump Marsh. You know a little bit about the dangers of the place. Uh, there's spooky spiders and bugs and, you know, dogs and hogs and all that good stuff. The map that has been given to you shows that you are to follow a creek nearby to some sort of abode uh not certain what specifically but this is supposedly where the other fireworks are um as you guys are leaving a bag is thrown at you and it connects with the back of poog's head oh shit uh and inside are some fireworks (laughs) can i fucking catch that shit please yeah give me a athletics check okie dokie well i got a 16 plus Oh, oh, it, oh, it's, okay, no, it's there. Uh, 16, uh, 18. You successfully catch the bag inside some fireworks. Uh, excellent. Thank you. And you see Slorb just sort of snap his fingers and go, damn, and walk back into the hut. Uh, how many, uh, of those fireworks are there? I don't know, are they yours? Do, do you even know exactly uh, what you're holding on to? Uh, sacred objects. Oh, I see, yes. Um, do you know, like, have you used them before? Uh, no, they're sacred objects. Okay, um, great. Uh, <laughs> Ichnev uh, is going to pull out a smoke stick, mm-hmm. which is a, he pulls it out of his bag. It's a stick that produces a thick plume of smoke. You can throw it or hold it, and in a 10-foot radius around the stick, the vision is blocked, basically, including dark vision. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping to use that to try to get advantage. On on how many people around you? Just everyone. Okay, so me too. Yeah. Great, 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 great. Yep, 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 yep. yep, yep. (laughs) Cool, cool, cool. (laughs) I think Ikniv can tell that, that, uh, what is your character's name again? Hoog. Poog. I think Ikniv can tell that Poog is not going to give up the sacred artifacts. Uh, no. So um, I would hopefully try to get advantage on taking them stealthfully. Okay, so you're going to go ahead and just sort of drop that and let the cloud go? Yeah. Okay. Um, hmm. 
I know what Poof's gonna do, because um, as soon as you take out the smoke stick and it starts producing smoke, Pook just starts fucking huffing it in. <laughs> like, okay. It is absolutely, like, at least as far as I'm concerned, that is absolutely, like, a blessed thing. Where okay, there's smoke, just... there's fire, and where there's fire, there's the wrongle, so... Just inhaling any vapors that you can... Oh, absolutely. Cool, cool, cool. cool. That means we don't have to do initiative. I'm going to go ahead and say that the uh, disadvantage imposed from this smokestick just takes effect if you're just going to try and huff it. <laughs> oh, my word. Morongo uh, is with me. So oh, my word. I can't see nothing. If you are trying nothing. to steal this sack, Ichniv, go ahead and roll me a sleight of hand check. Yours will just be a straight up and down roll, um, and... Poog, I need you to roll me a perception check with disadvantage, please. Okay. Where are y'all? What's happening? I got a 13 plus 5. I got an 8. Okay. Yeah, you handily swipe this bag as uh, Poog just keeps on a huffing and <laughs> starts to feel very lightheaded. That's uh, the point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's alchemical smoke. You're not feeling so great. And uh, Poog passes out. (laughs) Just flops to the ground. Sorongo is with me. (laughs) Oh my god, Poog! Poog! I've entered the reverie. No! (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, in that case, I think uh, Ichniv Ichniv would uh, pull Pokeweed out of the smoke and say... uh, Yeah. Well, at least we've gotten this taken care of, and then divvy up the fireworks between them. Okay, so like I said, three Roman candles, two paper poppers, which are essentially firecrackers, and one skyrocket. I'll get that bad boys out my inventory. So briefly. You had them. You Just barely a had whisper them. of loot. Can you tell me what those are again? Because I'm not very good at visualizing numbers. You're good. So three of the Roman candles which are, you make a ranged attack roll with them, and they do a little bit of burning damage, and then if you crit, they can blind as you essentially shoot someone in the eyes with it. Uh, Two of the paper poppers, which are firecrackers, those you just throw them at someone, uh, and then they have to make a save, or else they are blinded for X amount of rounds. It's uh, 1d4 rounds. And the skyrocket, there's just one of... Uh, that deals 2d6 fire damage in a 10-foot cube. Uh, with that, there's a reflex save to try and remove some of that damage, of which I will give you the specifics when you use it. Okay. Let's see how we would divvy these up. I'll probably hold on to uh, Poogs until tomorrow, I suppose, since they're passed out. Okay. <laughs> and give one Roman candle... And one paper popper to poke weed. Cool. As long as you guys got that recorded, we are all good. Poog, as you were laying in your reverie, <laughs> through the smoke and haze, you see Zorongle, or at least you think it's Zorongle, as your toad leaps out of your pocket, lands on your face, uh, glimmering with smoke, and is that fire? No, it's just sunlight streaming through the smoke. But there is Zorongle upon your face. Great Zorongle! Thank you for your gifts. And with that, you gracefully pass out. 
um, off off table, maybe perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, could yeah. I ask for some clarification? On uh, what fireworks? Um, just the the timetable. You got you said that we need to. We're going to be going on this quest um, after the party. Tomorrow. Okay, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh right, right. Tonight right. is uh, the party and the challenges and all that good stuff. To you know, maybe you'll get some boons, maybe not. Really depends. You know that uh, his mighty girthness is fairly fickle, as all goblin rulers typically are. Uh, so. Party is tonight. Uh, this, I should have clarified, is early in the day. Well, early for goblins, so about noon. And you guys are free to do as you please until the miniature festival tonight. If you want to maybe do some history checks, I can give you a bit more info about the area and potential threats you would face. Or you can just sort of meander about asking questions about what lies along the creek. Um, it is completely up to you, or we can just jump straight to the bonfire tonight. It is up to you guys. Okay. I was actually curious, like, above table as well, does Puga have any yeah. sort of, like, does Puga have any sort of standing among the Lictodes, like, as a religious figure, or, like, no? I mean, what's your god again, Zerongel? Mm-hmm. I've been saying Zerongel, but I guess that's wrong. Uh, it doesn't <laughs> matter. Uh, no goblins know how to read. Who cares? You might have a bit of a standing mm-hmm. just as the sole religious figure there other than our druid friend whose name slips my mind. I want to say Huckleberry, and that is wrong. Pokeweed! Close enough. So, yeah, you might have a little standing, but religion's not really top key for goblins. Mm-hmm. Although you did say that we were uh, renowned heroes amongst the tribe. Mm-hmm. Yes, so as much as goblin heroes can be. Yeah. Which is to say, you've lived for a while and haven't died. Yeah. So, <laughs> good on you. 10 out of 10. Best, best boys. <laughs> so strong. Um, I'd like to do a history check as in like regarding the uh, events that we'll face tonight because surely okay, yeah. we've I've encountered these games before, so I'd like to know yes. like what to be prepared for. Okay, yeah, go ahead with the history check. Okay, um, I just rolled a 10, or I rolled an 8 plus 2. Okay, so you know that um, it is typical goblin things, eating something extremely gross, doing something vaguely dangerous, whether that's, you know, trying to stay on Squealy Nord, the local hog that's kept in a pen near the center of the village. Hydra Get Clubbed is a popular game in which it's, Hide and seek, except for if they find you, they whack you over the head. And then there's, of course, the dreaded Rusty Ear Biter, which is a hollow coil of rusty wires, barrel hoops, bent swords, and thorny branches and vines that's kept behind the uh, High Chief's house when not in use. Uh, the idea being that you try and crawl through that and make it out to the other side. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's called the ear biter because it rips off ears. Okay. <laughs> I think Pokeweed's lost a bit of his ear to one of those things before. Yeah, I, I'm beginning to understand why my character really despises being here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we can go ahead and jump to tonight unless you guys want to ask around about potential dangers upon this path. How long am I unconscious for? 
Oh, just for like a couple minutes till the smoke clears. Okay. I know that Ikniv uh, would like to go back to their hut in order to try to make something to get them through the evening because none of these tasks are particularly their uh, style. Yeah. What are you trying to do specifically as far as making something? I have this this idea. Um, I have, as an artificer, I have the magical tinkering ability, and I can imbue a non-magical object with any of a couple properties. And one of these is whenever tapped by a creature, the object emits a six-second recorded message that can be heard up to uh, ten feet away. Yeah. So I would like to... Well, actually, first, um, I need a cage and a hamster before I, before I can <laughs> before I can do 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 I need to make a roll to see if I have these things? Uh, a cage is not hard to find and or make. A small creature, hamster, a small creature of okay, any small kind. Creature, you, you could can even definitely get like a swamp rat. Okay. Uh, to do both, I will need you to make a survival check for me. Once again, roll a d20. Uh, survival is wisdom based. Okay, let's see. I rolled an eight plus negative one, a nine, or a seven. Mm. So you definitely make something of a cage. There are bars and a top and bottom. Unfortunately, when you're going for the swamp rat, it uh, does bite a hunk out of your finger. You're going to go ahead and take one damage as it just sort of tears one of your fingers wide open. Oh, okay. Rip. <laughs> you gotta watch out for those swamp rats. They're vicious. Would Pook be conscious at this point? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Pook would have been fine. Okay. I figured I was doing this all on my own, too, because uh, I'm a bit of a loader. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would like to make two objects. Actually, I would just need one, really. And I'm gonna try to record a message into it where I'm imitating the, the chieftain. Okay, that would be a deception check. Okay, okay. It's just an eight. Okay. You play back the recording, and, you know, the chief has a kind of deep voice, and it just sounds like you, but a little deeper. (laughs) But goblins are pretty stupid, at least compared to you. So you think maybe it'll, it might work. Who knows? That would sound like a... Um, uh, this is Chief, uh, what's-his-face or whatever. Just, uh, <laughs> get, get away from here. Okay. <laughs> Impeccable. And Beautiful. I'm gonna hold on to these two things, uh, until I need them. Okay, cool. Got your swamp rat, your cage, and your magic talking rock. What's Pokeberry up to? Well, I think Pokeberry's kind of walking around looking for someone to ask about what kind of critters will be in the woods. Sure. I mean, you can just sort of uh, consider it a general info gathering, or you yourself can do a bit of ranging, considering you're a a druid type, and just kind of look for signs of this creature, that creature. Um, It would be a nature check. So I rolled a 12, so uh, 14. Okay. You take a, a little meander around the outskirts of Lictoad Village, not too far because, well, you can't read, but you're not stupid. You know that the marsh is a dangerous place, and you notice up in the trees, probably a good 20 feet up or so, 
there is a lot of spider webs, like big spider webs. Oh dear. Like catch a goblin spider webs. Oh no. And a passerby looks up and goes, Yep, that's old Locks legs. He'll get you. <laughs> and just keeps on going. I could make some cobweb cotton candy out of that stuff. Uh, you remember, of course, that Lot's Legs is a giant spider that lives out in the swamp. Full name is Lot's Legs Eat Goblin Babies Mini. Oh, good. Uh, oh, good. Not a good time. Maybe want to avoid that. <laughs> uh, you also hear a bit of scuttlebutt, more whispering of uh, some of the babies have disappeared from the... Well, take care is too nice a word for the goblin child pins. Um, but you hear people whispering about Vorka. Vorka, you know, of course, is a almost urban legend of a goblin who used to be part of the tribe who was kicked out for a crime even more reprehensible than reading, that being cannibalism. Oh, no. My word. Okay, well, I think I got all the information I need then. Oh, there was that. There was something I wanted to do if I could. Oh, go ahead. Okay. So when I wake up, like, is it common knowledge where Ichniv lives? Like, where their house is? Oh no. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'll leave that up to you guys. I would imagine that it might be a bit more, uh, a bit less simple than the rest of your guys's huts. It might be more of a you know giant gear on the side turning stovepipe kind of deal. Well, then, could I make, like, a either, like, an insight or a perception check to try to figure out, like, where they live? Uh, yeah, go with insight check. Okay. Let's see if you can figure out which hut that is clearly mechanical is Ichnib's. Okay. That's an 11. Hmm. You look, and you know which one's the moot house, because you just left there. Mm-hmm. And you look some more, and you see the mushroom-infested hut that is clearly pokeberries and you look a bit more and you go hmm must be that one the only one that is uh, on stilts has for whatever reason a giant wheel on the side that's turning and smoke billowing from a smokestack is clearly ichnivs okay. are there any like trees or like bushes or loose garbage I can sneak behind. Oh, there's plenty of loose garbage. Okay. It's a goblin. <laughs> okay. Uh, then I'm going to go ahead, duck behind some loose trash, not very mm -hmm. well, and I'm going to go ahead and what do I need to do to use my disguise kit? You will make a deception check for me. Is a 16. Okay. Okay, Pooh, you can do this. You can do this, Pooh. It's just talking. You can do it. The mustache on it. Nobody will ever know. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and <laughs> slap that mustache on my face. Uh-huh. Kind of stand up a little straighter and approach the door, I guess. Okay. You stand up to your full height of two and a half feet, mm -hmm. a proud goblin height, mm -hmm. and I assume knock on the door? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh... Ichniv. Do you answer the door, Ichniv? I think Ichniv would have a little peephole. <laughs> yep. Sounds right. 
Go ahead and give me, um, I mean, you'll be able to see Poog or Poog's brother, I guess. <laughs> um, go ahead and give me an insight check. I don't think you have proficiency. No, I have it. a negative one, actually. Uh, so oh, so no. I got a 10. <laughs> um, Poog, what is Poog's brother's name? Zoog. Uh, <laughs> you see Zoog standing outside your door, tall and proud as he always is. Uh, hey, Ichniv. Uh, uh, I think I don't. I don't know if Ichniv would open the door to Ichniv anyone. Ichniv, open the door. <laughs> what do you want, Zug? I wanted to talk to you. Um, I think Ichniv would go ahead and and open the door a little bit, but there would probably be a chain there. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep knocking. Ichniv, come on! Let me in. Tell me what you want. I want to talk to you. Well, you're talking to me currently. Well, it's about Poog. <laughs> what What about Poog? It sounds like you're going to break the news that Poog has cancer to Ichniv or something. <laughs> he wouldn't like me saying it out here on the front fucking doorstep, so let me in, Ichniv. I'm not going to do the thing with the spiders again. You see Slorb, who's standing nearby, go, No, go on. It's fine. No one's listening. Mind your own business. Mm. And he just sort of slinks behind a pile of trash. Come on. I'll give you one of my pockets. I don't know shit what I got in my pockets. Fine, just come in. Just just get in here. Okay, okay, okay. I'm coming in. Okay. Uh, Anyway, uh, what's up? <laughs> As you two are standing there, you hear another knock on your door. Ichniv! Ichniv, it's Slorb. Let me in. Occupied! Don't worry, I won't tell anyone what you're talking about. I'm just curious. Let me in. I think uh, Ichniv would then go ahead and do the the door and chain thing again. What do you want? Come on, just I just want to, you know, poke around, see what good stuff you got. Maybe listen to your conversation. Last time I let you in here. Oh, yeah, yo, yeah, the time with the frogs. It was great. Frog racing. Loved it. <laughs> so let me in and I'll race some frogs around your house. It's fine. Just listen. I think Ichniv would slam the door. Rude. And, uh... Ah, oh, well, toodaloo. Strolls off into the distance. I wonder if he knows that everybody fucking hates his guts. I, I doubt he can perceive that. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. Okay, so if you don't want anything, then just, could you go? Okay, no, I mean, well, like, Poog just wanted me to tell you that, uh, the stuff with the smoke earlier really cool, and, uh, he didn't want me to say this, but I heard him talking, and he said he was really excited to go on a mission with you and Pokeberry. Well, um, that's, that's great, Zug. Now, can you, can you just get out? Okay, uh, I mean, I, I guess so. Okay, uh, anyway, your house is really cool, and, uh, Poog really is excited. Uh, anyway, uh, bye. That Zug, always so pleasant. <laughs> Unlike his evil twin brother, Pooh. <laughs> I don't know how they're even related. <laughs> We're twin brothers. 
And you never see us in the same place at the same time. What a beautiful coincidence. I know, it's incredible. Poog, anyway. as you leave, you hear in the distance, Oh, Zoog! Come over here, tell me what you were doing in there. Uh, selling. Hmm, any good smells? Uh, some. Yeah, yeah. Uh, unidentifiable smells. Cool, cool. Uh, I mean, everybody knows Ignib's house always smells the fucking weirdest, so I kind of just wanted to get in there and get a huff. Zoog, how rude of you. How unlike you, much more like your brother, Poog. Hey, wait a second. Uh, nope, still Zoog. Anyway, <laughs> if you see your brother around, let him know I said, hey, fuck off. Uh, and he walks away. He rolled a one <laughs> on that insight check, by the way. <laughs> Goblins, not the most insightful little creatures. No. All right. So, for the rest of the day through the afternoon into late afternoon, most of the goblins in the village are gathering sticks and branches and what have you to build the bonfire. You three are obviously exempt for being, well, the heroes. And as night falls and the bonfire is lit, uh, four struggling goblins carry out the high chair of Chief Gutwad out by the bonfire, and he lights the fire with one of those Roman candles that he gave you guys earlier, or similar to the one he gave you guys earlier, and says, well, he whispers to Slorb, and Slorb goes, Let the revelries commence! And the bonfire lights, and buckets of snails and fish and snakes are all rolled out onto, well, it's not tables more that it's just some planks and uh, a bucket of fermenting cider apples is brought out for some you know getting getting drunk having a good time uh, <laughs> so what do y'all do it's time to party none of the dares have been stated yet so you guys are free to mingle and mix and enacting devious little plots you have that kind of good thing I think Pokeweed's going in on them snails. <laughs> Just absolutely devouring them. You crunch, you munch, you definitely break another tooth. You really should stop with those snails. I'll just replace it with a frog tooth. It's fine. <laughs> mm -hmm. even Your mouth it. is about 50% frog teeth now. They're much better, actually, than my normal teeth. Um, I think Ichnev... Would probably go up to the what is it? Just a is there like a a goblin bartender or oh like no, a, it, it's it's a free for all style. You just grab one of these uh, rotting apples and party down. Okay, there is uh, Slorb is there. He's just kind of watching to make sure that people don't try and take the entire barrel. But that's the closest you'll get to a bartender. Okay, I think I think Ichniv would go up to Snorv. And, and say, um, oh, I, I see your apples. Uh, do you have anything uh, better? What could be better than a fermented apple, my weird, weird, very smart friend? 
like a like a sangria. Uh, <laughs> a what? Or like a pita colada. Take this apple and get out of here, you silly little goblin, you. What about a tequila sunrise? And he chucks an apple at your head. Do I need to make a check for that? If you want to try and catch it, if not, it just sort of slops into your forehead and rolls down your face. I think that's suitable. I am. Uh, Iknev will probably just go and and walk over to the, the outskirts and kind of just watch miserably. Mm. Mm. Uh, I think Poog is probably... Uh, now we should clarify, is Poog there or is Zoog? This is what there? I'm trying to determine. <laughs> Is I think it's Poog is hiding behind, is like on the outskirts of the fire, like hiding behind some trash or some shrubs or under some sort of shrubbery or like thorn bush or something, mm-hmm. and trying to decide who would be at the party. Okay. He thinks that it would go down better with Poog or with Zoog. Now, to be clear, Poog is the hero, whereas Zoog is just a nice goblin. Mm. <laughs> and it's gotta be Poog. I guess I ripped the mustache off. Oh no. <laughs> bye bye. Put it back in your pocket for later. Yep. yep. And then I take a uh, scrumbo uh-huh. out of my pocket, give him a little pat. I do. You channeled the spirit of Zaragel. You really are magnificent, my friend. I know, right? He's always so fucking weird about shit. I was trying to be nice. Don't... Don't say that. (laughs) (laughs) Fine, I'll go talk to people. (laughs) Okay, Uh, I guess I'll approach the fire. Let me get one of those apples. Coming right up, big boy. And uh, he beans it at your head again. <laughs> fucking god, this fucking guy. Oh, that's a three. Hmm. What did he try to do? He tries to hit you in the face with it, but his throw is so bad it just goes into the fire and there is a small explosion. These apples are very fermented. Ooh, incredible. <laughs> that was a nice trick. Yeah, I meant to do that. Where's your nice, wonderful brother, Zook? Uh, he's busy sleeping at home. Oh, nice boy. He needs his sleep. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, can I get one of those apples, please? Well, I tried, but it just went right in the fire. You better come over here and just dig one out. Okay, fuck you. Rude. Um, I'm gonna grab... Uh, how many, how many of these... Can I try to use sleight of hand to grab more than I probably should? I mean, you can take as many as you want. He just does, doesn't want someone trying to run off with a whole barrel. Oh, okay. I'm trying to decide how vindictive Hoog uh, is feeling right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone hears uh, pig squeals in the distance. Continue. Wait, do I hear those? Yes, everyone does. Okay. <laughs> you know it's Squealy Nord, the local pig that you keep in a pen. I know, but, like, is Squealy Nord for, like, friendship, or is Squealy Nord for, like, eating? Uh, for riding. Oh. Okay, I'm gonna get really drunk off these apples and try to ride this fucking pig. Great, how many apples do you consume? They're very fermented. One normally does it. 
Okay. Well, I'm going to have one for me. Mm-hmm. And then chuck one in the fire for Zarengel. And then one for me. And then chuck one in the fire for Zarengel. And then one for me. Right. Give me a constitution saving throw, please. Uh, okay. Constitution? Uh, that is a 20 total. Dirty 20. Cool. Yeah. So now you you notice that the world's sort of tilting back and forth, but mm-hmm. you're uh, doing pretty good to tilt back and forth with it. Okay. You seem okay. Uh, the fire started talking to you, but you're good. Oh, shit. What What does it say? Kill them. Burn them all down. <laughs> I mean, like, Come who's... Come on, man. But, like, who specifically? Because, like, you're God, so, I mean, I guess I could, but, like... You could murder them all. I mean, I could. <laughs> I mean, I could, but, like... like... Hey, eat another apple. What do I get if I do? What do I get if I do? Roll the barrel into the fire. Okay, well that. It keeps up with this just sort of, you know, commanding you. Okay. Okay, well, I mean, uh, I wanted to talk to Pokeberry. Where's Pokeberry? I'm sorry, Pokebush? Pokeweed. Pokeweed? (laughs) Well, I'm Pokeweed. Where are you? Well, I think Pokeweed, full, absolutely just fucking full of snails, is going over to the apples and grabbing some of them for himself. Hey, if you you eat enough of these... Burn Pokeweed. (laughs) (laughs) Do it. I don't want to. I don't want to. Scrumbus, what do you well, think? Who, who are you talking to? Talking to Scrumbus. Scrumbus, what do you think? Ah, uh, I mean, you're probably right. But the barrel thing's probably a good idea, right? Feed me the barrel. I, I mean... What, what, is Scrumbus tell, what, what is Scrumbus telling you to do? As Ichniv on the sidelines mm-hmm. watching this... Can I can I just get a an outside look at what's uh, <laughs> like what does this all look like to you me? You see Poog just sort of stepping back and forth from foot to foot, entire body just sort of wiggling like someone who's not only intensely drunk but maybe hallucinating and just sort of apple in each hand, frog on head, staring at the fire. Okay, I'm imagining um Pokeweed has snails like falling out of their pockets. Oh yeah! And... Oh yeah! Took some for later. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Look, Pokeweed, you got fucking snails. They're delicious. You want to try one? Oh my fucking god! I would literally murder someone for a fucking snail right now. Well, you don't. You don't got murder me because you can just. I, have I one. will. No, I will. Do, do you need me to kill anybody? Because I'll do it. Commit crimes. I will. Not yet. Maybe later. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll save that for later, and then I'll call call on you when I need some murder. Okay, again. but you gotta give me the snail first, or there's no deal. Okay. Yeah. Here you okay. go. Here okay. you go. I reach into my pocket and I I, I hand. Oh my I hand god! Them, them Thank snail. you. Um, they're still alive. They are squirming. They are slimy. Oh, they are very alive. good. Okay, one for you, Tungus, and three for me. One for Zarganel, and one for you, Tongas. <laughs> one for Pokebush. I pop it in your mouth, or I'm trying to. <laughs> well, it's Pokeweed. Oh, 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 oh. 
Guys, you looked a little hungry there. Why uh, Thanks, I've had quite a few, actually. Okay, well, if you want any of these apples, you're gonna have to get one right the fuck now, because this shit's about to be gone, so. What? That seems suspicious, but sure, I'll grab a couple. Okay, good. I, you wanna snag them real quick? Like, okay. Oh, so yeah, Pokeweed grabs, like, like two apples. Okay. okay. Pokeweed is, is disciplined. Okay, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna stagger off behind, well, no. I'm pretty drunk. I don't think I'd do it. I think I misinterpret what I'm supposed to be doing and just light the barrel on fire instead of rolling it into the fire. Mm. Does sacred flame burn or is it like holy fire? Before you make your decision Mm -hmm. to try and light this barrel on fire, Slorb hops up on a stump and clears his throat and goes, It is time for the heroes to dance with Squealy Nord. And you just hear the distance. As the pig pin is opened up and Squealy Nord charges out at you and just sort of goes straight for the uh, barrel of apples (laughs) and starts What a gentle creature. And the goblins around start chanting, Ride that hog! Ride that hog! Ride that hog! <laughs> what do you do? I think I think uh, Pokeweed stares at the the hog in admiration and just pure wonder. <laughs> Pokeweed just loves that hog. Most blessed of creatures. <laughs> It's just the most beautiful, beautiful hog he has ever seen. I, I mean, I would ride the hog, but I could hear God like half a mile that way. Ooh, looks like the cleric won't ride the hog. I, I could ride the hog if I fucking wanted to, but God is calling me. Big boy. And you don't not answer when God calls. Well, I guess I'll ride if if I have the honor of riding this beautiful creature. I would be I would be so blessed to do so. Climb on up there, ride that hog. Okay, I will. And then uh, Pokeweed jumps right up on that hog. Okay, uh, so really quick, uh, while um, uh, Pokeweed is like walking up, well, I guess like approaching. The majestic hog. Um, <laughs> Poog is gonna do that, like, he's gonna just, like, gently extend his hand and, like, kind of smush it across Pokeweed's face um, and cast guidance. <laughs> like, maybe I get a mm. finger up your nose? Who knows? Okay. Great. So that'll yeah. give uh, Pokeweed a, a 1d4 to add to the next ability check, yeah? Cool. cool. As a point of reference, Ichnev yep. uh, isn't really in this round too much because I can't describe to you enough just the look of abject utter horror. abject horror. Yes, you hate as, the hog? as somebody just surrounded by fools and drunkards would be. Yeah, I I believe Ichnev would probably just despise this hog as like as the they. Blessed dis- hog. You hate the as, hog. Yes, 
Not not verbally. I think Ichniv is smart enough. I think just under their breath would be just the hog again. It's always the hog. <laughs> Never me! It's always the hog! <laughs> Pokeweed, I need you to give me a dexterity saving throw, please. Twelve. Okay. Maybe the way you tried to mount Squealy Nord wasn't correct. Not really oh, no. sure. No, no, no! But you definitely... <laughs> Did we remember guidance? Oh, yeah. You have the guidance. So roll an additional 1d4 and add that to your check. 1d4? It's the triangle boys. Uh, so plus three, what, what did so I So 15, have? okay, fantastic. Okay. So, as you're Yay! climbing up on Squealy Nord, <laughs> I think you, I imagine that Pokeweed just has gross, gnarly, untrimmed toenails, as a druid does. Oh yeah, for sure. And you definitely just kick him right in the side, and he <laughs> whips his head up, starts squealing, but you're just able to get a hand on his ear and swing yourself up right behind his neck, holding on to his ears. So I need a dexterity saving throw. Let's see if you can stay on for long enough to gain the admiration of his great corporeal corpulescentness. Um, real quick, is it possible for me to hold a reaction yep, in case sure. this roll goes bad? Yep. So I can cast a spell. Okay. Cool. All right. Give me that dexterity check, bug. Ten. Oof. You. Okay. Well, <laughs> if it's an oof. I whisper into his ear and I say, please, please let me ride you. I don't know if this will help, but I could cast grease on the ground to make the pig, to make the pig um. slip. But not, it, it doesn't grease the pig, it greases the ground. You do whatever you want to do. You decide what you're going to do, and then I will tell you what happens. Okay, that doesn't sound promising, but okay. <laughs> okay, so Ichniv goes ahead and says, uh, Oh no. Well, simple problems call for simple solutions. And then pulls out a rusty bucket of animal fat and just throws yeah. it across the ground <laughs> under the pig. Uh, slit grease covers the ground in a 10-foot square, and each creature standing in its area must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or Let's fall Let's see prone. if Squealy Nord can keep up. Oh, great, Squealy Nord, please let me that ride you. is a seven. That is not going to do it. So Squealy Nord is trumped along. He's squealing. He's running, and you're just barely holding on by the hairs on the tips of his ears, and he just sort of scrambles in a circle and then spins out, and the entire crowd is completely quiet. And then there's just a roar of fanfare as they go, Conquer that hog! Conquer that hog! And you have conquered Squealy Nord, who's desperately scrambling in this grease trying to get back onto his trotters. <laughs> and you see out of the corner of your eye, his mighty thickness leans down to Slorb and whispers something to him, and Slorb goes, You have pleased his mighty girthness, and as such, you shall have the dragon brew gourd. And he opens a small chest, and pulls out a gourd that seems to be 
glowing with a fiery light. You see that there are swirls of orange, red, and yellow just sort of going about in this gourd, and he tosses it to you, Pokeweed. Oh my, what an honor. What Now what, what is this? Why, the dragon brew gourd. It'll make you breathe flames, don't you know? Oh! And that is, if you want to write it down in your inventory, as an elixir of fire breath, or sorry, a potion of fire breath, and you have completed the first of four challenges for the evening. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. I, I, I look at the hog right in its beautiful eyes, and I say, thank you, kind creature. I love you. It continues to squeal at you and flops you off of it, flops onto its back, and starts spinning in the grease. <laughs> I know that means you love me, too. <laughs> Finally, his handlers come out and just sort of grab him by the tail and start pulling him back towards the pin. An easier job now that he's been properly greased. <laughs> so, after Squilly Nord is dragged back to his pin, uh, Slorb just sort of looks around and looks at each of you and then goes, Ah, yes. It is time to chug those slugs. And the entire crowd of goblins start chanting, Chug those slugs! Chug those slugs! And a giant bowl of bull slugs are brought out. Bull slugs are uh, black wriggling slugs the size of sausages. And uh, they are pretty gnarly, so chugging an entire bowl of them, not so fun. And Slob goes, who of you will challenge the bull of bull slugs? Not interested. Well, I just, I just ate a ton of snails. Chug them all in a minute, and I've got another gift for you. Okay, maybe interested. Mm. What kind of prize are we talking here? Oh, you know, and he sort of puts his finger in the corner of his mouth and does a little hand twist thing like he's being a, a cheeky little bastard. <laughs> okay. Well, if the prize... Mm, sounds like someone might be a coward who doesn't want a little prize. Hmm. Excuse you? Where's your brother, Zoo? He'd chug those slugs. He's at home. And no, he wouldn't. I'll chug him. All righty. And so the bull of slugs hefted on the shoulders of two goblins is slopped down in front of you. I need you to give me con saving throws. Do good, and you successfully swallow the slugs. There's about throws? five of them in this bowl. Plural? Slugs, yes. There's five <laughs> in this bowl. Uh, they're huge. Just slurp them down like ravioli. Here I go. Uh-huh. That's a fucking nat 20. Alrighty. So, with gusto, Poog shoves two hands into the bowl, slug in each, and just sort of slurps them down whole without trying to avoid their poisonous slime bladder. And you... And you're good. You have three slugs remaining. Wow. Okay, I'm gonna keep hoeing down on these slugs because no one calls me a fucking coward, even if it's true. I think Ikniv is gonna inch kind of closer to the is there like a crowd around oh yeah yeah this is a big event. probably as as close as ikniv can get uh just yeah. <laughs> but not not within slug range you know what i mean okay <laughs> hopefully is just watching in fascination all right go ahead with that next con saving throw 
Okay, uh, the second con saving throw is a 13. Turns out swallowing two in one go wasn't so great, and the mm-hmm. third one gives you a bit of trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's caught in your throat, but you haven't just coughed it back up, so... Can I give myself advantage if I attempt to reach my entire hand down my throat and shove it down my esophagus? <laughs> yeah, but that's going to make the DC higher. Okay! All right. <laughs> okay, uh, 20, not nat, for the second roll. Yep, you, in a very gross manner, just sort of <laughs> punch this slug down your throat. Uh-huh. And you're good. There are two slugs remaining. Okay, slug number four. I got a one. Mm. Oh. Oh. <laughs> mm. So, your gullet full of slugs, you grab a fourth, and you try and just sort of do the same deal, punch it down your throat, <laughs> and uh, you somehow end up scooping out one of the slugs. So there are now three slugs in the bowl again. <laughs> <laughs> So you got to get back to it. Remember, you only have a minute. Each slug takes a round. So we are, what, four rounds in? So you've got six rounds remaining. Okay. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. Uh, I'm trying to decide. I am a little bastard. Um, maybe I'm trying to decide if I should try to sleight of hand a slug elsewhere because this actually eating the slugs seems like not a good plan. You could try and slide it into your bag. Now, remember, this is a slug about the size of a sausage, and you are a two-and-a-half-foot-tall goblin. About the size of a sausage. <laughs> I would say you're a good four sausages tall. Ah. We're talking, you know. As big as a man. As big as a man. I'm trying to decide if I should give a help action. or Would we know if this is, like, a one-off thing? If Poog fails, are we going to, like, need to each take turns, or...? You know how these normally go is that one person is chosen, they get the chance. A similar thing has been done with previous ventures out into the wild okay. where, you know, you'll have celebration and then the dares and stuff. And usually it's one person from said group is chosen as the uh, the champion, as it were, for each task. So, yeah, a help action might not be a bad idea. Okay. Uh, what are you trying to do? I have one paper popper, which will blind the crowd. Um. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So, if you want to do that, I can uh, do a couple rolls for the group and see if it goes off. Be forewarned that this will blind pretty much everyone. <laughs> I would try to get it behind, like, kind of behind and above Poog's head. I don't know if that... No, blind me, please. It's for God. (laughs) (laughs) Do I need to roll anything to try to do this as a help action? Yeah, if you're aiming for a specific spot, you're going to have to make an attack roll, essentially. So with that, you just add your dexterity modifier. I roll a non-natural 20. Okay, that will do it. Hokeweed, are you watching as well? Yes, yeah. In horror. So go ahead and... (laughs) Give me a constitution saving throw. So roll your d20, uh, add your con modifier, and we'll roll for these goblins, which definitely aren't proficient. I just rolled a nat 20. I can have C look at it. I swear it's a nat no, 20. No, no, that's... Uh, plus two. I believe so 22. you. <laughs> Perhaps Pokeweed has spent so much time staring at the sun. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. I, I can thinking. confirm. Does Pokeweed do great? 
grounding or whatever the fuck uh-huh. it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunbathing, absolutely. <laughs> Just airs that taint to the sun. Oh, God. So, go ahead with your sleight of hand check with advantage. Okie dokie. First one's a 13. Second one's an 11, so the 13 plus. So, 17 total. Okay. With that, you're able to go ahead and slip a slug into your bag. Mm-hmm. There are two slugs remaining. There are five rounds left. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, that one was really delicious. Went down very smooth. I'm really excited to do the rest of these. Uh, go ahead and give me a deception check, please. Okay. <laughs> That's a ten. A ten. All right, well... Slorb's the officiator, so he's going to see if he believes you. Uh, that is a two, no. no he, he believes you. Anyway, I guess I'll, I guess I'll, uh, gonna slorp down another one of these slugs. Also, I am absolutely swallowing these whole. I am not chewing. Just to be mm-hmm. clear. Mm-hmm. That's the only way to eat like a I slug. Said, like, yeah, like ravioli. Oh my what? God. What? <laughs> I d- I talked to you guys about this on the camping oh trip. Oh God! Yes, you did your food. Or crimes. I used to just swallow the soft ravioli whole. <laughs> <laughs> food crimes. You're going to food anyway, jail. Um, mm-hmm, send me to food jail. It's where I should live. Uh, so I got a sixteen plus. Is it con? Yeah. Plus two, eighteen. Okie doke. Another one down. One remaining. I kind of want to try to pocket the next one because I don't think the first one should be without a friend. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and attempt another sleight of hand. God damn, I'm on fire. Uh, the sleight of hand is an 18 plus... Plus 4, 22. You can come look at these dice if you no. want. I will take a picture. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, Slorb, after blinking a little bit, looks at the bowl and then looks at you and goes... Wow, that was uh pretty quick. Congratulations! <laughs> Where's my fucking prize? Ah, yes. Um, if you'll excuse me for a moment. And he goes back to the chest sitting at the feet of uh his mighty girthness mm-hmm. and opens it up and whips out a dog slicer. A very shiny one. Ooh. And goes here you go, gorge of gluttons. Now, keep a good hand on this. If it doesn't come back with you, you shouldn't come back at all. So it's not even a gift? Um, a gift of sorts. It's being loaned to you. It's yeah, the cheese. loaning isn't a gift. Hey, do you want the sword or not? Yeah, I want the fucking sword. <laughs> Give me the fucking sword. I just kind of snatch it out of his hands. Alrighty, yeah, you have a plus one dog slicer. And Slorb goes, works really well against horses. So basically, it is a plus one in general, and then when used against horses, it is a horsebane weapon, which means that it deals an additional 2d6 points of damage oh on a successful hit. Rest in horsebane! Peace. Yep. <laughs> I'm just going to snatch Gorge of Gluttons out of Slorb's hand and pretty much just mutter under my breath, I'm going to fucking kill you. So going to fucking kill you. What's that? I panic and uh, hork up a slug, I guess. Great. Uh, on that note, give me a, another constitution saving throw with disadvantage. Twelve. Mm. 
You don't hork up one slug. Oh, you no. hork up three. <laughs> as uh, one of their poisonous slime bladders bursts, mm-hmm. and you just sort of spew them all back <laughs> into the bowl. <laughs> okay, uh, whoever's next. And Slorb goes, hmm, gross. Uh, functionally, you are at exhaustion one now. Okay, where should I put that? Temporary hit points. I'm just going to put exhaustion. Yeah, that's fine. And functionally, that gives you some negatives. Uh, give me just a second here to pull up the conditions. I mean, I did just eat a fucking bowl of loose slugs, so... Loose poisonous slugs, yeah. Yeah, yeah I that'll do it. I don't know what else I expected. So, with Exhaustion 1, you have disadvantage on all ability checks. Oh my god. And that's going to last for uh, a bit. I did this for myself. <laughs> mm. Time for the next game. So, uh, who wants to play a little hide or get clubbed? And uh, five of the beefiest goblins there just start cheering and bashing their heads against each other. And start sharpening their clubs, which is something you didn't think was possible, but they're doing it. Well, I think at this point, Ichnev is still sticking to the sides, um, but is, is probably kind of sitting there and saying, okay, okay, this is you. You've got this. This is, this is all you. Uh, <laughs> because Ichnev uh, certainly knows how to hide. And Slorb goes, all right, cool. So we've got our bashers. Now who's going to hide? And he just stares down Ichniv. I, uh, me, I, I'll do it. Good, good, good. Now you know how the rules work, right? Do I know how the rules work? You hide or get clubbed. <laughs> Those are the rules. Okay. Right, so we're gonna be, we're gonna be kind, give okay. you about a ten second head start. Happy hunting! And he fires one of the... Roman candles into the air, and that is your cue to run and hide. So let me get that stealth check. Okay. I got a 12. 12. Okay. Can I tell you where I'm hiding? Sure. Um, I was hoping to make like a beeline towards his girthness's uh, tent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, moot hut or whatever. Yeah, okay, cool. So you are able to hide there, and those five beefy boys are going to try and find you. They have a minus one to perception. So, you know, they need to roll a 13 or above to find you. You got pretty good chances here. That is three on the die. That is a 12 on the die. Another three. 11. And five on the die. So, they roam around the village and just sort of start smacking things with their uh, oddly sharp clubs. One of them gets close to the moot tent and swings into one of the timbers supporting it and just sort of, ah, oh, my hand, and wanders away. Another pokes his head in, looks directly above your hiding spot, well, I at this point, if he had if he had ducked his head in, mm-hmm. see, this is gonna I'm gonna bite myself here. But this was why Ichniv made the cage with the 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 rat and the uh, enchanted items. Uh huh. Because as soon as anyone came in there, he was gonna toss that thing out and make them think that his girthness was there, telling them to leave. If I'm recalling 
correctly, you did not do very well on creating this item. <laughs> I know, I recall. I can't, uh... Yep. I had no other purpose for this item, so I just feel like I needed to use it, you know? Hey, listen. Goblins are really stupid. Like, mad stupid. <laughs> Have you noticed? <laughs> uh, your check on that was, like, what, a seven or an eight or something? I, I would think it was an eight. Alrighty. Yeah. So, they're pretty stupid. They get a minus two to intelligence. These beefy boys specifically, they've done a lot of bashing their heads into trees and each other and <laughs> most things. So, they're going to need to roll a nine or below. That is a 15. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. So it goes, no good. hey, wait a minute, that's just a rat. And runs in and <laughs> swings down with his club and just <laughs> creates rat paste on the floor. But still doesn't notice you because he didn't pass his perception for your stealth. Okay. He wanders back out carrying the stone says, we got a witch in the village. But after good 10 minutes, nothing happens other than the four other beefy boys trying to track down this witch now instead of you. Mm -hmm. And you hear in the distance, Slurb go, okay, Ichniv, you can go ahead and come out now. Oh, by the way, that stone doesn't stop, so he's holding it. It just keeps keeps going off. Oh, good. It's like, hey, get out of here. Hey, 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 get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Poog and Pokeweed, you see that his mighty girthness is enraged that someone would try and speak with his holy voice. Oh, no, this isn't good. He's just gripping the uh, arms of his chair real tight and just sort of gritting his teeth together. I, I, like, raise my hand. Do you want me to kill whoever did that? I'll fucking kill somebody. And you see big ears flapping. He just starts nodding really quickly. Okay, so whoever wants to get fucking murdered, I guess, step right up. Got a brand new knife. Anybody? I don't know if anyone wants to get murdered. That just seems kind of silly now, don't you think? I don't know. I don't care. I'm not the one being murdered. I'm the one doing the murdering. It's very different perspective. Well, I guess that's that's true. Uh, okay. So no takers? So, like, do you just want me to stab someone indiscriminately? Because I could do that, too. He looks at you and seems to consider for a minute. And then he just sort of shrugs. Okay, I'm going to take that as a yes. Um, okay. He's going to oh close his eyes and spin in a circle, I guess, for a couple seconds, and just stab willy-nilly with the Gorge of Gluttons. If I hit something, I hit something. Cool. We're going to go ahead and roll a text saving throw for the very drunk goblin next to you. He has disadvantage because he's drunk. Make an attack roll with disadvantage because one, you were blinded, and two, you were drunk. Okay. Zargadel, guide my hand! <laughs> Ferry out this traitor! Oh my word! Now don't what forget are you, you get a plus doing? one from the dog slicer. Okay, so I rolled a 16 and an 18. I can tell you right now, that's going to do it. Uh, roll your damage. 1d6 plus 3 from the plus 1? Yep. 6 damage? Mm-hmm. 
you spin and start stabbing, and there's suddenly a solid shlink as uh, you bury your dog slicer up to the hilt in a very drunk goblin next to you. And he looks down at it and looks up at you and goes, A2, poog. <laughs> and then falls to the ground dead. Did I know this person? Nope. Oh, sure then didn't. I probably hated them by default, so. Oh, good. I don't feel bad. And uh, his mighty girthness just starts clapping appreciatively. Mm-hmm. Good work today, Poog. Great. All right. So now that we've killed the witch, Ichniv, come on, honey. Come on out. Okay. I'm I'm here. I did it. Cool, cool, cool. Let me just get the get the prize from his mighty girthness. Okay, if he actually gets to keep his prize, we're going to have a problem. No, no, no. This this is also on loan. Okay, so it's a not prize again. No, it's a prize. Poog, we've been over this. This is the ring that lets you climb real good. It makes you good at climbing. Now, this is uh, his Mighty Girthness's favorite, so maybe make sure it comes back, okay? He gives you a golden ring that is shaped like a spider with a ruby embedded in its back in an hourglass shape, and it is a ring of climbing. With this, you have a climb speed equal to your walking speed and can climb like a spider. Excellent. That includes upside down on smooth surfaces, everything like that. Okay. Very cool, very cool. Alrighty, well, I guess we better get to the final event of the evening. The Rusty Earbiter. This one's good. This one's good. Uh-huh, sure is. Whose ear will it bite tonight? We'll find out. And uh, two of the beefy goblins just sort of start cheering and then headbutt each other and then run behind the tent and roll out the rusty ear biter, which, as described previously, is a hollow coil of rusty wires, barrel hoops, bent swords, and thorny branches and vines. Am I still standing next to Pokeweed? Uh, if you want to be. Do you, would you still want to be standing next to me, Pokeweed? <laughs> <laughs> I think Pokeweed probably got out the way of the sword. Well, and I guess uh, if you let me, Pooga is going to like kind of approach you and sort of like nudge you in the shoulder and be like, hey. Yes? You should do it. I already got holes in my ears from this thing from doing yeah, it before. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I guess. I guess if no one else will do it. Uh-huh. Well, I guess Ichniv couldn't do it. That little fella's just so, so small and, and old. and. I'm just so tired. <laughs> I'm so tired from hiding for for all of that time. Yeah, I I just couldn't, I couldn't, can't even lift a, ugh. Well, I guess, I guess you should sit down, huh? Huh? I think. Take a little rest. <laughs> I think you're, I think you're right, Pokeweed. Well, I guess I'm doing it. I, I, I swear, if I lose more of my ear, I'm going to be... Well, I'm just going to be sad. That's all. Well, you already lost so much. I mean, there's, like, really not even that much to lose. Like, I guess it's just hanging on there by a thread. Fantastic. Pokeweed. Great. Get on in there. Uh, Hey, so before you start, I got to go, like... I'm, like, the hype man. 
like, I gotta go, like, hype up Pokeweed. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, like, just get his head, like, really, really in the zone, because, like, he's a winner, and he needs to know he's a winner. Cool, do you, do you guys need some privacy for that, or? Yeah, unless you're gonna pay me for my services. Okay, come on, Pokeweed, let's go, oh, we're going, oh. we're going, come on, okay. come on, champ. I'm coming, okay. Now, what are, what are you doing don't to me? Don't even worry about it. Just this is going to feel like sort of like you're on fire, but don't even worry about it, okay? Oh and I just sort of God. smoosh my hand onto his face, and <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and cast Bless on him. Okay. Oh, spicy. You uh, slap your smoking hand onto uh, Pokeweed's face and leave a goblin-y handprint of suit, mm-hmm. and Pokeweed is now blessed. Mm-hmm. Can I look yet? Yeah. Are you done doing your weird stuff? Cool. Okay. So are we going to climb through this thing or not? Well, I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, Pokeweed. 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 Yeah. Pokeweed. Yeah. Pokeweed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I can, cool. I can do it. Yeah. I'll start, can I start menacing people with my dog slicer if they don't start chanting? <laughs> <laughs> Cheer for me! Sure, give me an intimidate check. I got, oh no! I got a one. So the goblins you try and menace see you stumbling back and forth drunkenly, dog slicer held loosely in your hand, and just start chanting, Rusty earbiter, Rusty oh, no. earbiter, Rusty earbiter. Well, this don't feel too great so now. So I need acrobatics checks from you, Pokeweed. DC is 13. And as a result of the bless, whenever you make an attack roll or a saving throw for the next minute, you can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to your attack roll or saving throw bug. Perfect. Uh, I got rolled a three. I have a plus two, so five. And then, then another hmm. d4 for the bless. Yeah. And that's a four, so nine. Nine. Oof. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> let's see here. My ears. <laughs> you start to just crawl forward through this thing, and you think you're doing good. You get, you know, maybe a foot or so into it, and then... You feel a snag in one of the holes already in your ear and take two damage as it rips a chunk out of your oh, ear. Oh, God. We'll say your left one. All right. Go ahead with your next one. Uh, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, no. I rolled a one. <laughs> mm. um, do I still get <laughs> uh, one plus two? So three, uh-huh. and then with the bless, that's another two. <laughs> God. Yikes. Okay, you luck out on this one. You feel it, a hook dig into your right ear, and you stop just in time. It's just barely pricked you, and you reach up and grab it and gently move it out of the way but you still have not made much progress. You're still near the start. 
So okay. go ahead with one more check for me. Alrighty. Oh, please. Oh, fuck. What is wrong? I rolled a two, so plus two is four. And then plus three. <laughs> nope. Not gonna do it. Let's see if you take any damage. Yep. Two more damage as you slam a hand forward, not realizing how much pressure you're putting on it, and just whoosh, directly onto a curved sword blade just sort of bites into your hand. And great, the goblins great, great, great. around go, huh, you're a... They sort of start muttering about, well, you're not getting very far, and <laughs> one of them just sort of throws a rock at your head. Bleed for the just, tube. <laughs> bounces into the rusty ear biter. And they go, this is boring. And the others go, yeah, this is kind of boring. And Slurb goes, not a very good show, dear. And they all just sort of wander away, leaving you in the tube. <laughs> well, I, tr- I tried. Uh. Bad news, you still need to get out of the tube. <laughs> well, fuck. <laughs> so... Let's do another saving throw. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what's the, God. Quick question. I'm rolling so bad. But, Bug, yeah. what's, what's your hit point situation on? I uh, am at nine, so I'm not, I'm, I, you know. <laughs> okay, so, good news. so superficial. <laughs> uh, I rolled a, a 15. Okay. So you realize that these vines are just sort of like the brambles that you sometimes wander through in the woods. And you know the best way to do this is to use the thorns on these vines as handholds. And so you grab onto some of the thorns that are wrapped around the vines at the top and just sort of start swinging through this tube. And you finally make it to the other side, clear of the rusty ear biter, only marginally worse for wear. I got another hole in my ear, but I guess, I guess that's all right, huh? You have passed his test. And I'm going to smoosh my hand on his face again and go ahead and cast Cure Wounds. Is that going to help his ears at all or not really? Uh, it'll help the most recent wound. The others have completely scarred and healed over. More so. holes in my ears means more places to put sticks. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I rolled an eight, and I don't even think he's lost that many hit points, so... Wonderful! So, after you escape, and with the commotion going on, Slorb just sort of wanders back over, and you see that he's had a wardrobe change. (laughs) He's now wearing this kind of greasy robe with uh, a bunch of patches sewn onto it, and he's munching off a rented apple, and he just sort of goes, Oh, huh, you made it out. Well, so do I get a prize? No, no, I get the prize this time. It's this... Robe, it's got a bunch of patches. I can summon a ladder or a turtle or, you know, a bullhorn. But I did do it. Yeah, but wasn't a very good show, was it? Well, I guess that's up to interpretation, isn't it? I mean, art is subjective, isn't it? Hey, I don't know what most of those words mean, so, uh... Slurm, this is just how it always goes, don't you realize? Every time. Nope. They, a goblin nope. goes in there and they just kind of get hung up in there. And then everyone just wanders away. No, Slippery Jibs made it out pretty quick. You know, Slippery Jibs, the local hero. He's gone. Yeah, he- yeah, he died in the thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. He, 
He made it through, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he made it out, but he wasn't alive at the end of it. Oh, you're right. Oh, well, anyway, you know, best of luck to you tomorrow. I'm going to drink some of the barrel juice, see where that gets me, and uh, I'll see you in the morning. And he wanders back to the uh, barrel of fermented apples and just sort of takes a dagger and punches a hole in the side and just slaps his mouth on it. You see him chug and chug, and then he immediately runs over to the fire and pukes and then goes back to the hole and keeps sucking this weird fermented mash out of the side. We'll get that fucking robe. What? What? How? Well, I did, I did kind of, I think I did win it. I, I did make it out and yes. I'm, al- I'm alive. Yes, and it's your prize. And he's not giving it to you because he's full of shit. I think I deserve that robe. And it, you absolutely I think it, fucking do. I think it would look mighty pretty on me, don't you think? It would look way better on you than that fuck. Compliment my eyes. I mean, I don't know that I'd go that far, but, uh, uh... Sure. Anyway, I don't have a plan. <laughs> Generally, it's mostly just wait until they're asleep, hold a knife to their throat. If they scream, slit their throat. If they don't, just take the shit and go. Ichniv's pretty smart. Why don't, why don't we ask Ichniv? What do you think? I mean, I guess he is pretty smart. I wouldn't say that, but... He's almost, like, passed out already. Look at him. And you see that Slorb is just sort of stumbling back and forth and flops into the barrel uh, and is just in this barrel of fermented apples, upside down, feet in the air, robe just sort of slid up his body, completely out. Might drown, who knows? Just go get the robe. Just, Just go get it. Wait, so, like, I don't need to kill him? Because, like, I really would like to. Like, what? Well, I think that might be bad. I think Ichnev is just going to go do it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Kind of indignantly. Go ahead and give me a sleight of hand check with advantage. I got a 9 plus 5, 14. Okay. We'll see if he notices. He's going to be rolling with disadvantage. No. He is still out. Whenever you go up to try and slip this rope off of him, you see he's just sort of bent over the top half of the barrel, head just above the apples and juice that's in there, completely passed out. So Hmm. you are able to successfully slip off the uh, chief's Personal, very useful robe that is useful is a robe of useful <laughs> items with four patches on it. A one represents or has a ladder. Another is a three-legged turtle. Another is a horseshoe, and the final one is a bullhorn. Okay. Um, I think then Ichniv will uh, kind of walk back to the group and say, "Well, um." Here it is, I guess. Uh, if you put it on, he's going to notice tomorrow. So why don't you, like, come over and we'll, we'll change it or something. Well, okay. And, uh, you know, 
I think we all worked hard to get this. So like I said before, a sharing is caring. I think we should all use it together. I'm not getting in it with you. So you all leave the bonfire and meander back to Ikniv's hut. What is your idea of changing the rope? How do you plan on doing so? And then I will tell you what you need to roll. I think Ikniv has like a pot in the corner that's full of like this strange purple ooze or ichor and probably mm. probably plans on like dipping mm. it in that and just changing the color. You just do that. I mean, I, I'm not going to make you roll for that. You have some sort of goopy dye that uh, changes the color. The patches are still evident because this is a magical item, but I don't think anyone's really going to notice. So you guys all flop down onto the ground of Ikniv's house, as goblins do, though I assume Ikniv probably has, I don't know, a cot or a hammock or something, being a fancy Uh, lad. Surprisingly, no. Ikniv just kind of sleeps on the floor in the workshop. Pokwee takes some leaves out of his pocket and just kind of throws them haphazardly on the floor and is like, ah, just like home. Pook is, like, off in a, a corner. Is there, like, a corner? Yeah. Free of clutter? Well, um, <laughs> yeah, you can make one. Okay. Well, then I just kind of scooch some stuff out of the way, and uh, using my tinderbox, I'm going to, like, mm-hmm. pop open half of it and, like, prop it up so it looks like a little house and grab, like, mm-hmm. some moss out of my pocket and, like, kind of tuck it in there and extremely carefully pulls Scrumbo Tungus out of my pocket uh, and uh, tuck him into bed. And I'm, like, hunching my whole body over this so that, like, hopefully people can't see what I'm doing. (laughs) Okay. And as you guys sleep, uh, Ikniv doesn't really sleep much, so I think he'd probably be tinkering uh, with, like, a dry martini or something. You know, the the, the drink he didn't (laughs) get earlier. Mm-hmm. Is it a swampy dry martini? So, you know, you've got like an eyeball instead of an olive. Yeah, you got to and... do what you got to do. Oh, no, it's just it's just from Shrek. <laughs> so you have your swampy dry martini and do a little tinkering and probably fall asleep yeah. at a work desk, I would assume. Mm-hmm. And as Iknum nods off to sleep, we see Licktoad Village as it is rarely seen. Peaceful with not even a single tent on fire. At the center of the village, the great bonfire has died down and the remaining coals cast a warm glow over Slorb, who snores drunkenly in a puddle of his own vomit. In the distance, we hear a wild dog howling. And somewhere deep in the marsh, we hear the deranged cackle of a mad goblin. Will our dysfunctional goblin trio be able to accomplish the task before them? Or will they all die in some comical and or completely avoidable way? Find out in the next installment of the Licktoad Tales. Hi everyone, see here and Bug. Thanks for listening to our horrible little goblin friends. As always, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at All Necromancers for art, music, and details on the show. We also have a Patreon now. 
We recently uploaded our first bonus episode for our patrons where we do some above-table discussions about what it's been like to record the podcast so far. You can find our Patreon on our links page at bit.ly slash allnecromancers. We'll be back next week with the conclusion of our Goblin Test campaign. After that, we're going to be switching to a bi-weekly schedule because, well, producing a podcast is incredibly time-consuming. See you soon!